smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast until a few years back there was no clear guidelines regarding the coverage of mental health related illnesses now the iida wants all health insurers to provide coverage for mental illness under health insurance policies However, it is pertinent to note what mental health insurance cover and why the regulator wants all insurers to follow the rules prescribed under the Mental Health Care Act. Hello everyone, welcome back. I'm Navneet Dubey from Mint's personal finance team and today's topic of Why Not Mint Money podcast is all you need to know about mental illness health insurance cover. Before that, I would like to introduce you our today's episode guest Mayank Bhatwal. He is the MD and CEO of Aditya Birla Health Insurance. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Uh hi man, welcome to the insurance episode. Yeah, hi. Thank you Navneet. Good to uh, meet you. Hi. Uh, so my first question to you is uh, what is mental health insurance and what are its benefits? So uh, you know like any other uh, health event uh, the a health insurance policy uh, which has the hospitalization benefit covers any hospitalization event because of uh, you know a mental uh, condition also uh, and that is is in you know is is available in most of the health insurance policies today Uh, because some of these conditions may lead to a hospitalization event and therefore the cost related to that and typically these costs will cover the regular treatment diagnostic i mean pre and post and room rent ambulance etc etc so one part is the whole hospitalization which is the inpatient cost that typically uh, most health insurance companies uh, cover in their products that that is you know a, a normal benefit but in you know what we've also felt that you know there is an opportunity to include uh, some of the other cost like the uh, uh, cost related to mental counseling which is you know because many of the, uh, uh, the a, a big part of the healthcare cost in mental health condition is outside of the hospital outpatient where you meet uh, you know a counselor a psychiatrist or and yes. and all of that. so there is an opportunity to bring in outpatient expense coverage also into health insurance policies which is Uh, today you know in a very uh, early stages and uh, uh, from my understanding we are the among the first one to bring that into a health insurance uh, product of ours okay so basically uh, this is something which is covered under a broad comprehensive health plan yes 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 okay so is there any waiting period for it see waiting period is typical there's no difference in the waiting period for uh, mental health so if there's a pre existing mental health condition then the waiting period will be similar to the pre, you know waiting period in that product for any other pre existing condition and those pre existing condition as you know typically you know varies from 2 to 4 years in different products different products have different waiting periods for pre existing condition and so whatever is that pre existing con- uh, uh, disease waiting period in that product for any other health condition will be relevant for mental health also and i as, as i repeat this is for uh, inpatient which means that if the customer ends up in the hospital because of that uh, health condition whereas outpatient typically if at all it is covered there typically is no waiting period for example in our active health and uh, active fit products the mental counseling benefits don't have any uh, uh, waiting period 
okay okay so any kind of exclusions which which are there in this mental health coverages yeah i mean there are a few uh, like one is uh, uh, in 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 products which have only hospitalization benefit and no outpatient there the outpatient expense will not be covered so unless it is specifically spelled out that you have opd benefits that's something that the consumer should watch out for uh uh as i said you know we brought in into some of our existing products the other one is where a mental health condition comes up because of uh, you know outcomes because of alcohol and drug abuse which means the a patient is actually uh, you know creating that condition because of abuse of uh, what is what is not what should not be done alcohol and drug being uh, some of them uh, a third is where there is an acute condition of uh, uh, mental retardation you know in in some cases uh, which is specifically typically uh, not covered uh, because it's very difficult to price for sub, such benefits it can come in the future but as of you know today that typically is uh, not covered with and and if there's a very m- acute me- mental health condition where you know it's it's a known uh, condition where we know that the uh, uh, cost will come next definitely so you know these are one or two cases where it is not covered today okay so basically what what is mental health and i mean um, how do as an insurer you guys uh, judge or get to know that uh, these are the specific bills which have been come to us are are genuine ones yeah i mean uh, see again it is it is linked you know the the process is similar that you know for any other benefit right that for example alzheimer related uh, you know uh, dementia related uh, stuff and all where uh, some of these things can come and typically whatever process you use to uh, find out uh, you know uh, the the uh, uh, the the that the bills are uh, general uh, it that is same in case of mental health also and plus we also give the benefit to our consumers around uh, you know mental health condition assessment also like we do uh, uh, you know on, on our consumer app there is a uh, a digital uh, you know questionnaire which can be used to assess people in their in, in their current health condition uh, uh, you know now this is an emerging area uh, and this oh, is yeah. there's no a set you know precedent this is an emerging area uh because you know typically in many cases the consumers themselves don't come forward and uh they don't feel very comfortable uh, talking about their mental health condition because we know that it's a taboo in india and i think that's another issue that all of us should find a way to kind of remove that taboo because uh you know it's like it's like any other health condition there's nothing wrong uh, and it can be treated if uh, you know uh, identified and you know uh, the the consumer so- is willing to uh, get treatment so okay. there are you know if if it's a regular depression and stuff like that then it's a different thing there could be acute condition like you know there could be condition like alzheimer dementia etc where uh, uh, you know it could read it could lead to you know uh, uh, some some complications so there again we know that if if it is a you know bill the genuinity of it the genuinity of the cost incurred and the assessment of that is similar to any other uh, claims assessment okay so so how do you think how are millennials uh, more open to discussing and opting for this mental health counseling in comparison to other segments as you say like it's a taboo yeah it's a good question uh, and and uh, typically uh, you know because of many social reasons and the historic uh, way in which this has been perceived it has remained a taboo in india uh, you know many organizations many institutions have been trying to remove this for example we work very extensively with uh, a firm uh, empar run by mrs birla 
which talks about removing this uh, taboo and you know well you know getting over with because we uh, we we need, we need help uh, you know if we have some of these uh, conditions so uh, what we are finding is that our uh, assessment is that the new you know generation the millennials are a lot more open to uh, you know looking at it because of their exposure to how things are in the other parts of the world the western world etc et i mean for example in west people very regularly go to a mental counselor to seek help and uh, because mental health you know uh, doesn't necessarily mean that it will lead to hospitalization even mental health could be you know regular depression you know we are stressed out and it starts with a regular stress and before it becomes an acute problem so if if there is help that is given on time uh, i think it can be solved and today we are living in a very hyper competitive environment and you know the millennials are going through this so they now realize that if i seek help i can kind of come out of it so they are more willing to seek help uh, and also because many of these things can be done digitally you know you can do assessment you can talk to uh, you know uh, experts etc you know on phone on on video uh, sometimes you don't have to go there meet physically so you can do a call so uh, for example during covid time we re- felt that uh, is there an you know, we we saw and we were all i'm sure you heard that people were under stress they were not able yes. to go out they were so we we say, you know we we were hear, listening and hearing all the time reading all the time that people are under stress so we worked with empower and we said why don't we open a mental health uh, you know support line for our, all our consumers and you know we were wondering whether people will use it because of the historical uh, you know the past uh, data and we were very uh, uh, surprised by the level of usage we found that people were you know calling up our helpline they were willing to talk to counselor they were seeking help and they were sharing their concerns and many of them were you know uh, millennial uh, a, a large part of those people who were calling were actually millennial so we felt that you no know, which means that people are now more willing of course it was still a small uh, percent uh, versus the you know the size of the population in india but still it meant that there is more willingness for people to talk and that's why we immediately brought in this whole uh, benefit of mental health uh, counseling in our uh, new product so uh, we do feel that this is something that we all together need to talk about we need to remove this taboo we should you know we should kind of talk about it more and more and i think the millennials as they are now the emerging uh, the new new kind of uh, gen population and they can you know we feel that they can lead this agenda of removing this taboo because if they you know if they start being more comfortable i think uh, we can start seeing this change more permanently but it will take time it will take time because uh, it is it is something that uh, is very deeply embedded in the way uh, it it things happen in india okay just wanted to understand what is empar empar is a you know institution that is run by mrs neerja birla uh, and their whole objective is to uh, uh, remove the soul stigma around uh, mental health and uh, you know uh, and support people so they have their own uh, team counselors and they do a lot of this Uh, advocacy work on uh, removal of uh, uh, you know the stigma around this whole mental health issue so as you were talking about opd bills are being covered so in this case um, uh, just one has to go to this apar institute only or they can go anywhere and get the reimbursement if they have the policy no so right now we are offering a cashless benefit navneet in the closed loop network of empar so our consumers let's say in our active health and active fit product can call up a mental health line they can talk to counselors the counselors will help them 
and and consort uh, of empire basically yeah because you you typically we we, we one of the feed, uh, sense we have got is people don't feel very comfortable going in person so we said okay we'll offer this to you on telephone and offer a video consult also so what we have done is that you can call up this helpline the uh, experts expert counselors uh, are available who help you uh, deal with that situation if the expert counselor feels that you need psychiatric help then they can uh, there are uh, uh, psychiatric counseling sessions also available in the product where you can talk to the next level of expert this you know the psychiatrist uh, and uh, there are and and, and that uh, that conversation can happen and you can seek help from them also so uh, again on, you have a like a tie up with empire and giving this facility to your uh, policy holders basically. yes 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 Yes, yes, and 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 uh, uh, you know, and and we are also now getting more data on what kind of people, etc. So as we 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 launched this in February, March of last year. So as we get more data, we will see how to expand this uh, uh, thing. But I think we have made a start. I don't, from my understanding, this benefit is not available today in other insurance products. Uh, but we feel we felt that this is what uh, you know it should start with the outpatient, the counselling benefits. and uh, you know we we will create more and more awareness around this for usage uh, because you know people can use alone with you know the the couple can use this benefit and uh, you know then uh, counseling then psychiatrist help all of that so i think as uh, this uh, if, because our belief is that if some of the in many disease conditions start with uh, you know the stress depression you know which which can which get clubbed under the mental health uh, challenges and then they kind of over a period of time move into deeper uh, medical health conditions so if we if we are able to address it at the root level when these early signs are there stress leads to as you i'm sure you've heard many other health other deep health condition so if we address them at that time the consumer also benefits and you know our belief is it's good for us also as an organization so mental health cover is a part of your policy so yeah. in this case can can one opt out from this will there be any um, effect on the premium amount no i mean it's it's there's no i mean if you look at a price products the the pricing is not very different so uh, it's not that the products become expensive because of this benefit okay so so is it for the new policy holders or like policy buyers or, policy or all all are all are so our flagship product is active health so all our active health consumers have this even if they renew they get this benefit and uh, the new product we have launched is active fit which is for the millennial mainly for me it's targeted towards a millennial they're also all consumers it's a new product so of course there it will be new consumers but in our previous active health product uh, uh, you know it's available to everyone whether they buy new or they renew okay so like um, what is the capping on the overall sum assured and like how much health mental health insurance do you think uh, is enough for a person to have it I don't think so one should uh, look at mental health condition coverage as anything different from I mean whatever is a sum assured that you typically take for any uh, for your regular thing I mean you know so you one need not look at a separate limit from a mental health perspective because you know it's not that one will necessarily get a mental health condition or you know those so um, our our normal suggestion is that uh, your health insurance policy should had have adequate uh, you know sum assured you know and one of the shifts that we have seen uh, post pandemic is that people are now buying higher sum assured coverages and i think uh, for example people people have moved from uh, 5 lakh to maybe 7 lakh 10 lakh 
and for a family I, our recommendation is that at least in larger metro cities you should have closer to 15 20 lakh coverages because the cost of treatment is higher maybe in smaller cities 10 15 lakh is enough now if you have those kind of coverages then i think mental health coverage will be enough of course as you age as you have a larger family some of these things should be reviewed on a ongoing basis because the cost of treatment can uh, go up over a period of time and with inflation so one should keep looking at uh, you know a higher sum assured with age with uh, you know largest family size increasing etc and and mental health coverage can be enough uh, within that if 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 your overall insurance coverage is adequate okay okay uh, my last question is like what are the broad four or five things that one should know while buying uh, this mental health cover yeah i mean one is that one should just con- you know confirm that uh, hospitalization benefit because of mental health is covered i think uh, today it is required to be covered but uh, as per law also but one should still kind of make sure that they get a confirmation as a as a buyer as a consumer i would still urge them to reconfirm uh, you know just in case there are no uh, you know sublimits and stuff like that because in some products we have seen some sublimits so i think that's something that a uh, consumer should just confirm that there is no sublimit and uh, you know the overall sum assured is available for mental health condition or related hospitalization also that's something that i would urge that people uh, check if there are any other exclusions i give you some examples of exclusions but one should check that the exclusions are in line with industry products and not anything in addition to that so i think one one should always check the exclusion period and the third thing is that uh you know i would urge that you know if people start kind of asking whether there is any opd you know as i said counseling benefit and all uh, today there aren't many products uh, from our understanding we are the one but i think if people, consumers start asking for it and demanding it then i think more and more insurance companies will bring that also so these are three four things that one consumer should ask uh, when they are buying a health policy to reconfirm that uh, conditions related to mental health are also covered in the policy so is there any limit for you know uh, taking consultation from empower throughout the policy term like uh, one... no it's an action annual benefit and we have uh, so we have kept four uh, uh, four benefit uh, from psychiatrist the specialist which actually to my mind is you know what we after consultation with experts we felt was good enough uh, and beyond that if they want they they can uh, typically it won't go beyond let's say four four consultations in a year but if uh, that also we we uh, we were told that is uh, actually people wouldn't even take so many things and if at all anyone needs then they can uh, use a discounted price uh, with empower okay okay thank you mank it was lovely speaking with you that brings us to the end of our episode if you would like to know more or make suggestions of a personal finance topic that you want us to cover you can reach out to me on twitter at @amnavneetdubey thank you for tuning in see you in the next episode this was a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast